From DS Media Studios in Tema, Ghana, this is Two Peswas. Two Peswas is a weekly podcast where we cover a range of topics, from buzzing media headlines to music to highlights from the week. Each episode is co-hosted by myself, Peaches, and Eddie. Hi, guys, and welcome to the Christmas episode. Um, yeah, it's a third Christmas with two passwords, yep, right? Yes. And we're here to bring you some good Christmas news. Right. <laughs> and as usual, we assume that you're over full, laying somewhere, trying to ask yourself why you ate this so much, much yeah. and just chilling out. You can listen to us for the next 45 minutes, take a nap, and then I guess go to Rapperholic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Rapperholic, that's what we're going to do if you're in Ghana, that is. Yeah, if yeah. you're in Ghana or... So, in the news, the unofficial queen of Christmas has tightened her grip on her crown. So, <laughs> the queen of Christmas obviously being Mariah Carey. Oh, oh I was wondering. Who, okay. <laughs> so, for 2020, or the, yes, for the 2020 edition of the Guinness Book of World Records, the good sis Mariah has three entries in there and all of them I thanks to the song all I want for Christmas is you oh, wow and uh, of course that song is famous at this point and it's off her 1994 album Merry Christmas and um, according to some statistics she's earned 60 million dollars in royalties off of that wow. song alone I'm sure she never has to work again she can live off mm. All I Want for Christmas is You yeah. forever. Like, if she had no other catalog, and that's amazing. That's when it you is. know. That's it's true made, artistry, yeah, yeah. right? You know? So, for the 2020 Guinness Book of World Records, she's going on, on there as the highest charting holiday song of all time, the most streamed Spotify song in a 24-hour period, oh. and that probably starts, like, December something. Mm. Like, everyone is like, ah! It's time. time for all I want. <laughs> it's that time again. And then the third entry is for being the most weeks in the UK top 10 for a Christmas song. And outside of that, all I want for Christmas is you is obviously the best selling Christmas song of all time. Mm-hmm. And also the 12th best selling song of all time, oh, period, oh, any genre. So, like I said, the queen is back. She's back every She's year. She's not letting up her reign. Everybody no, out here talking about I'm the queen. The true queen is here, <laughs> and she's gripping her crown extra tight, and we will all have to deal. Yeah. So, if you're tired of that song, sorry, because it's not it. going... You're going to hear it somewhere. You're going to hear it. It's not going anywhere, and so that's my... In the oh, it's just something beautiful. really short, short and, yeah. uh, you know... Brilliant, brilliant. So, my in the news is on the mistletoe drone. What? So, um, yeah, <laughs> this actually happened a couple of years ago, but it's still Christmas mm. related. So, so TGI Fridays try to put a new spin on on delivering your, or to make your your dining experience somewhat interesting. So what they had uh, was drones uh, decorated with mistletoe, and they are meant to help the UK. They were meant to help the UK adults get some action, as they put it. I hope that everything was consensual. You know, we like we like we like consent. <laughs> So in a way, I guess it's sort of like a matchmaking thing. The drone comes to your table, and then if you and your partner or girlfriend, you it comes under, then oh, you, and then you, you kiss. kiss. Exactly, oh, that's your kind okay. of thing. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that was that. 
So they tried this in Brooklyn at some point. Uh, they had, I think they had invited some photographers and reporters to sort of test the whole thing. And of course, it caused chaos. <laughs> now, what happened was that the drone accidentally um, slammed into the photographer's face. Of course, he was, he was trying to land on his hand. He was trying to, oh, was trying to dodge it. And then it landed, um, it slammed into the photographer's face. And the, the reporter was, um, no, the reporter flinched. And then the mistletoe drone got into the photographer's face. Now, it caused injury to her nose and to her chin. And she's reported to have said that in all her life of reporting, this has been the most dangerous because she's covered <laughs> crime, she's covered all sorts of things. But this was really something that really, really like got to her. And I guess the thing is that everybody wants to be gimmicky and exactly. make sure that they have Doing all this the most, the most being because extra. yeah, yeah, because we know we've got technology, so let's use it. It doesn't hurt to do the same old things. Old fashioned. I know. Just just keep it simple. You know, I've noticed they've started using drones in weddings a lot. Like I've seen a few where it's the oh. drone that brings the ring and oh, stuff wow. like that. And it's I'm extra. always like, if it gets missing or something, or you flies know. into the because those yeah. things have fans that can chop off a little. You know, they can hurt you when yeah. they go wrong. So yeah, so like this might cause actually cause some damage to her, and it doesn't have to be gimmicky all the time. You just can't just keep it simple. So my tip for you, if you're going out this Christmas to eat and you go to a restaurant that had that has these drones, may yeah, you might want to be a take bit your careful. Food to you know? go. Yeah, take it to go. Or be a bit careful. And that's my ending. It's pretty short as Funny. well. Just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so on to songs of the week. And of course, since this is a Christmas episode, all the songs are gonna be Christmas themed. And I decided to go with like a soulful Christmas theme in my my three songs here. So the first song is by James Brown and it's called Santa Claus Goes Straight to the Ghetto. <laughs> really? So I was like, wait, there's a, first of all, the title had me laughing for like five minutes. But it is from his 1968 Christmas album, A Soulful Christmas. And um, it's, you know, it's James Brown. And you can't go wrong. The song actually has a bit of a social message, which I like about it. And it's about, you know, how basically, you know, there are people in the ghetto, in less privileged areas and whatever, who need that Christmas cheer as well, more than maybe someone else who's doing well in life, etc. And, but it's your typical James Brown joint, so it's catchy, it's well made, well sung. <laughs> And yeah, that's it. The first song is James Brown, Santa Claus Goes Straight to the Ghetto. Beautiful. <laughs> the second one is by Otis Redding, and it's called Merry Christmas Baby. And this is one of my faves. I love this song. I love, love it. And um, so Otis Redding um, <clears throat> tragically died at the age of 26 in a plane crash. Um, but his impact, you know, has been you know, uncontested in terms of soul. He's one of my favorite soul singers. He's known for songs such as obviously sitting on the dock of the bay, yeah. try a little tenderness, mm -hmm. these arms of mine. Mm. Oh, love, 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 <laughs> love him. And he was kind of fine. And I'd be mourning him, even though I never was even born and he died. <laughs> so anyway, this song has been covered many, many, many times. Actually, its first was recorded in 1947 by a group called Johnny Moore, Three Blazes, um, and pretty much every, like, there's so many singers that have covered it, but for me, I think this has to be 
one of my favorite versions. So it's a 1968 Otis Redding version of Merry Christmas Baby. And that's my second song. And my final song is by legendary soul singer Donny Hathaway. Oh. Who also tragically passed in 1979. Don't tell me that the song is this Christmas. Yeah. You have that? <laughs> no, 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 but I have something sort of related yes, to that. Yes, it's yeah. this one. No, it actually is, but a different okay. artist. <laughs> so, of course, Donny Hathaway is known for a song such as A Song for You, Someday We'll All Be Free, Closer I Get to You, which was a duet with uh, Roberta Flack. Yes. And just many other classic, soulful, beautiful songs. And um, this is actually his song. I didn't yes, realize. It's I didn't realize. Most recently, it got covered by Chris Brown. I think a lot of people know the Chris Brown version, mm. but that's like the kids' bop yeah. version of a song, right? <laughs> like, this is the real stuff. The, real the, thing, the, the yeah. sauce. You can feel it. <laughs> um, and that came out in 1970. And yeah, that's my third song this Christmas. So my three songs are James Brown, Santa Claus Goes Straight to the Ghetto, Otis Redding's version of Merry Christmas Baby, and This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. Okay, so my two songs for you today, the first one is actually also this Christmas, but... Basically, go listen to this Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a Christmas standard now. Yeah. It's gorgeous. But this one is by John from from Bull. It's from John Legend. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't so, know he had one. Mm, so I have loved love John Legend ever since his very first album. Same. Was Get Lifted. Get Lifted. Yeah, love that yeah, album. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. And he released a Christmas album last year called The Legendary Christmas. And then this year he re-released it with four additional tracks. And this Christmas is on this Oh, on this I album. see. Well. So, um... Teaches us said a lot about this Christmas. <laughs> Donny Hathaway, I had that here. Yeah. If you didn't know, Donny Hathaway is Lala Hathaway's dad as well. Yes, if you didn't I know forgot that. to mention that. Yes. Amazing, amazing singer. Go check out Donny Hathaway. John Legend is also very good. And Lala Hathaway, actually. Yes, I she got yes, some yes. lovely. Oh, music. she's amazing. She's yeah, also truly. so amazing. So that that's the song this Christmas. Go check out the two but you can yes, listen to the two yeah. versions and compare, you know. And that's that John Legend this Christmas. The second song that I have for you is I'll Be Home for Christmas. And it's by this one, this version is by PJ Morton. <laughs> God, I love him, you know. Oh, you PJ do? Morton, he's awesome. Okay, okay. He has a song out with Jojo. Go check it out. All right. If okay. it's called Just Say So, something like that. Right. Okay. So PJ Morton is an American singer, producer. A songwriter and he's been playing keyboard for uh, Maroon uh, 5 since 2010. Because yeah, you know he was raised in church and all that, yeah, so I he's playing church. And I think it was one of those things where when he started making secular music, mm. people were like, Oh, mm. you're going out into the world yeah, now. So yeah. I didn't know he was. I with didn't Maroon. know. I saw this and I was a bit surprised actually. Huh. And he has quite a bit of music out there as well, but then it was his self released studio album called Gambo, which actually. Um, got him a Grammy nomination. Mm. So that's quite mm. interesting. And if, if you didn't know, if you didn't hear Peaches, his father his father is Bishop Morton. If you know if you listen to Gospel you know about Bishop Morton. And I'll be home for Christmas is a sort of a slow tempo track that you probably want to listen to when you've eaten all your food and you just want to chill. Like, <laughs> like right this, now. Yeah exactly. You just put this on, listen to it and then you just chill. So those are my two two songs, John Legend, This Christmas, and PJ Morton, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Lovely. <laughs> so moving on to What the F. 
And it seems that we're, there's an ongoing trend of having weird Christmas centerpieces, and it's usually in a small town. Last time there was a, <laughs> remember if you remember last episode, I talked about the Yule goat yes. in Sweden somewhere. Yes. Well, this time there's a Christmas rodent. So, Lord of mercy. So the citizens of Alton in Hampshire, UK. Mm-hmm woke up earlier this month to find that in lieu of a traditional Christmas tree or, you know, reindeer centerpiece or the typical stuff, the town council claiming they wanted to do something quirky and different that would bring a smile to the children's (laughs) faces decided they would purchase a 16-foot-tall marmot. Now, a marmot is basically also called a woodchuck, and it's related to a groundhog. So basically, it's a type of squirrel. (laughs) So this particular marmot is wearing earmuffs and a scarf, and is on skis, and it has the... Look, (laughs) do you know what it actually looks like? You know how... When you go to like some Ghanaian Christmas parties, they have those off brand. Mm. So, like, instead of it being Mickey Mouse, <laughs> it's you know, <laughs> a frontier mouse. <laughs> so, it looks like some sort of weird Mickey Mouse thing that ended up on drugs and is now getting his life back together and has ended up in a small town kind of thing. And so it's kind of ironic that they're like, it's going to bring, you know, smiles to the kid's face. And the thing looks <laughs> kind of terrifying. Like, it will come to life and kill you. So, um, of course, the local town <laughs> the local town folk have started complaining. Mm. Some saying, what what do rodents have to do with Christmas? Christmas yeah. And, you know, what, and things like that. But apparently the town council doubled down on, on their choice, mm. saying that they feel like they don't regret it. And they feel like it's been a unique and standout centerpiece. And the £4,000 they spent on it, because they spent (laughs) £4,000 on it, has been a good and proper investment. So I'm like, it's just quite amusing when you see the stupid thing. It's like, you just want to be different so bad, they would do anything just to be different. Just like the mistletoe thing, doing too much. You know? Too much. Oh, so anyway, that's my what the f. Oh my goodness, <laughs> rodents, rodents. <yeah. laughs> okay. So my in my what the f. Um, in peak first world problems, hmm. consumers of celebrations are pulling out their hair in anger. Now, if you don't know celebration, celebration is basically an assortment of like cho- different kinds of chocolates. You've got your Twix. Is it the cat? It's not cat. Uh, Mars. 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 Yeah. Mm. So the. You've got your Twix, your Bounty, your mm-hmm. Snickers, whatever. Now, and if you don't know what an advent calendar is, basically for the 25 days leading to Christmas, you've got a little calendar. Mm-hmm. Every day you Pick open one a door. Thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and they're not only just edible. You, you can have, like, other ones, maybe filled with Lego toys. It's different kinds of advent calendars. Now, consumers of the... Celebrations advent calendar are annoyed because for two days in a row there was there was, there was bounty in the windows and they can't have that. <laughs> That's the only reason. That's the complaint. That's the complaint. It's like Christmas is cancelled. How can you do that? It's just really shock horror. Shock horror. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
and and the, the, it's so weird that people the way the the the, the, the consumers were annoyed like it's, it's like outrage oh, it the writing like, stern letters that, to, i want to speak to the manager they complained <laughs> on twitter it was just really really crazy and so people are genuinely annoyed with mass ink right now, instead of mass apologizing, they decided to troll their customers like all the way. They replied with lols, made oh out my of bounty. They, 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 <laughs> they, they, they had a guy throwing bounties in the air, no. saying bounties for all. They had two bounties <laughs> playing funny. electric guitars with the message oh saying goodness. that. Um, name a more iconic duo, like they were really crazy. They did not care. They did not really not care. <laughs> And the thing is that the interesting thing is that last year it was the same thing apparently. They people had got annoyed back to back. Not even that. The first door was a bounty and people got annoyed. Uh, why? I, I, I don't know. know. Is there some bounty hate people going on? I'm not a fan of bounty either. Oh, you but too. No. But if I had an advent calendar and there was bounty, it, it wouldn't make me annoyed. Throw a fit. Like, like let's really? really, I mean, there's more serious things going on. This is why people get stressed out during the holidays because every little detail becomes a thing. Yeah, and you're just yeah. like, I'm leaving. I'm going home. <laughs> I don't need this. It's, it's such a, such a, such a petty, I think it's so petty that people get annoyed over chocolate. When you know that you've still got what? 24 days, days or 23 days to go and get stuff. Things. Maybe get another bounty. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it. How many chocolates do my zinc make? Obviously, they're going to repeat some things. That's the thing. And it's probably just really random anyway. Like, oh, let's just do it and then. Yeah, and they just it. stick. Oh, goodness. So that's not what the F. People cancelling Christmas because of an advent calendar and mass trolling the consumers as they should. I as know, they they're like, should. Calm like, come down. on. <laughs> Come on, you know. And that's my what the heck. <laughs> oh, that's good. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to change tack somewhat and get a little bit serious, so bear with me. So my two passwords uh, today is on dealing with loneliness. So as you know, the holidays are often the loneliest time of the year for some people, and actually suicides spike during the Christmas season, um, generally, statistically speaking. And part of that is because, obviously, first you have all this Christmas imagery and it always revolves around family and togetherness Mm -hmm. and everybody is joyous and happy and what have you. And then, you know, you have the commercials, you know, and and then there's the element of consumerism, too, that it's all about buying Buying and giving, so on and so forth. So if you find yourself in a position where maybe you don't have family around or you're not close with your family, you don't have that many friends and you're just plain old broke, mm. then Christmas on, or just holidays in general, Christmas especially because it's the biggest one of the holiday seasons, yeah. is a very difficult time and it just accentuates some people's problems. Like if you're lonely, it accentuates your mm. loneliness. If you're broke, it accentuates your brokenness. So today I want to focus on loneliness and the loneliness aspect so humans have obviously evolved to be social versus solitary animals right Mm. so we're more like dogs in that we like to roll in a pack versus evil cats who are (laughs) oh the poor cats (laughs) who are solitary and don't care about you (laughs) so when we aren't in our pack we feel an emotional, a strong emotional response, and that is loneliness. And obviously, one of the main things loneliness does is it leads to depression, right? And not only that, just, you know, being aware that typically 
during the holiday seasons, people's loneliness is accentuated and made worse and depression. Mm. But we are now in an era of like our social lives where loneliness is becoming more and more of a problem. And part of that reason is because of social media, right? Because one of the things social media does is it gives you a false sense of connectedness, Mm, right? So you go online, you're like, oh, I have hundreds of friends. Like, this person, you're laughing, ha, 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 this, that, that. But you don't realize until you have what they call an emotional crisis Mm. where you need that actual physical presence of someone where you realize that you've been dealing with quantity and not quality. Mm -hmm. So you have all these friends on paper, but in reality you're at home dealing with your troubles by yourself because you can't really see yourself asking any of these online people for help or for support or anything like that. And then the other thing, obviously, that social media does is give the impression that everyone else is happy, happy. Mm. uh, fulfilled, has their tribe, has their pack, have their, you know, connection... And it's just you that are alone with no friends, et cetera, et cetera, which just sort of amplifies the cycle of loneliness and depression. So what to do, what to do. So in order to feel connected to others, i.e. not feel lonely, there are three things that need to occur. You need to feel seen, you need to be feel heard, and you need to feel valued right Mm -hmm. and so the short answer to how do you deal with loneliness or how do you avert loneliness or cure quote-unquote your loneliness Mm -hmm. is to spend more time with people who see hear, and value you now that's a very very short answer so i'm going to give like a couple of mm, steps tips whatever you want to call them to dealing or addressing your loneliness. Um, Now, the first one would be to create an anchor of connection through ritual. So an anchor of connection is a centerpiece, a thing you do that facilitates you connecting to other people, Mm -hmm. right? So ritual in this case is a combination of a repetitive action Mm. done with intent. So for example, do, if you do already have a circle, a good circle of friends, have a thing that you do, let's say every week Mm. we go to, you know, trivia night somewhere, or we do, you know, we go to the movies on Saturdays as a group. And that will be your ritual. And that is your anchor of connection. That is how you maintain... Basically, it's just a fancy way of saying that. Nurture your Your relationships. relationships, You have to invest. And that's what, you know, again, contemporary society, we don't have time anymore. Everybody goes... Yes, you leave the house at 6 a.m., you come back at 8 p.m. And so the last thing you want to do, really, is want to pick up your phone and be like, hey, how are you? Or Mm. meet up with your friends or whatever. But... Like anything else, relationships have to be nurtured. You have to prioritize your connections to other people in order for them to hold and hold true and hold firm Mm -hmm. so that when you really do have a problem, you know you have the sense of security. Mm. And and I don't just mean friends, family as well. Well, A lot of people, I haven't talked to my, you know, 
you have to nurture your relationship. So that's step one. And a good way of doing that is creating an anchor of connectedness through ritual. So find something that you always do. Try and stick with it no matter what. It doesn't have to be expensive. You can just go all gather at someone's house every week or every two weeks or something. Make sure you make that a priority and, you know, nurture your relationships. Okay, so another... So, yeah, I've gone over, you know, create an anchor, make the effort and prioritize. And a part B of that is if you don't, this thing doesn't exist, you may take the initiative to, to start one. True. Ask somebody, you know, everyone's like, I don't have any friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. You usually, typically you'll have coworkers or classmates, mm-hmm. something like that. And just, you know, yeah. it, it will, like I said, anything that's, good for you or that gonna make a difference mm. it's gonna hurt you're gonna feel it nothing worth having is effortless yeah, right yeah, we'll so if you don't you don't find yourself in a situation where someone has asked you to join their ritual mm. you be the you know be proactive and say yeah, hey yeah. what are you doing because the thing you'll find is that you're not the only person feeling lonely a lot of people, people not, yeah. are going through it together and just no one's talking about it so reach out to somebody else and ask them if they would, you know, propose starting a ritual with someone Mm -hmm. and build that relationship that way. So that's another tip. Uh, Another point would be focus on quality and not quantity. Because you also find that there are some people who have friends, Mm -hmm. but they're like, well, I only have two friends (laughs) and this person is a you know, Belle of the ball. She has 15,000 friends everywhere she goes. People are like, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. But what you have to understand is having 100 friends of, you know, third tier friends is not even worth having one or two true friends. Absolutely. So if you, yeah. So if you are in a situation where you feel like, and I think the older we get, the smaller our circles become because we kind of figure that out over time that, you know, the, the sort of, the ones you can't maintain weed yeah. themselves out. And you're left with a few mm. really, really, mm. really good friends. The quality. Of the quality, of, yeah, exactly. And that cannot be underrated because that is more precious and more valuable mm. than having just, you know, Acquaintance. 10 party yeah. friends. Yeah. Like who, if you if you need money, you wouldn't even dream of, you're like, oh, we only get together when it's fun yeah, times. You know? Not people you can really <clears throat> talk to. So, yes, another point is prioritize the quality of your friendships over having quantity of friendships. And the third point is to focus on similarities and not differences. So again, a lot of people's loneliness stems from the fact that they feel like they're different. Mm -hmm. And this one kind of resonated with me because I felt that a lot. Like I never 100% fit in anywhere I go because I'm never Ghanaian enough. I'm never never anything enough, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, sometimes I just, you know, I get the feeling like, okay, you know, I don't feel truly accepted, right? But if you focus on the similarities as opposed to the differences, you'll find that, you know, regardless of what everybody's background is different, Mm. but we all have common things Things, that that tie us together, Absolutely, you know, um, I don't know what it was with Eddie, but like, and honestly, when I'm talking about like <laughs> my circle, circle, Eddie is in there. Like I, we talk about anything, everything, any like and everything. everything. I feel no, oh, yeah, like literally oh. TMI does not Listen. exist here. <laughs> oh, 
And I don't know what our... Honestly, I was also thinking to myself that this is actually a ritual for us. It is, it is. When we were talking about it, this is, this is this our is, ritual. We yes. get together, we do this and thing. Then and then even my next point will even mm. be more like, yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know what it was, but we've all, you know, been through circumstances that are similar. Yeah. We experience them elsewhere. Mm. You know, we all have the things that bring us together as people. We're not that different as we think from mm. each other. So when you find the similarities, instead of focusing on the fact that, oh, I was this as a child and my this didn't this and I don't have this and they had that and this, it's not important. Don't focus on it. Focus on the things that you do have in common. We all went through certain things in our school days Mm. that bind us together. Together. That's why people, when you're friends from high school, tend to be really, because you've all been through like a very unique set of Mm. circumstances together or whatever, you know, life circumstances, whatever. So another point, focus on your similarities, not on your differences, and you'll feel much less alone. Right. Point four, find a creative outlet. So, and so this actually qualifies, it checks many boxes for me, which is why I love doing this actually. So a lot of people, again, feel alone because there's a sense of emptiness and that's because they don't, you feel like a robot. Like you, again, get up, go to work, work, do do your work, come home, you're exhausted, you go to bed, you don't talk to anyone really, uh, you don't pursue anything outside of, you know, the necessities of just living. Mm -hmm. So a a good way to feel a lot less alone is find a creative outlet. And again, your creative outlet can become your ritual, can become your anchor of connectedness. Mm. Assuming I didn't know Eddie or whatever, during the course of doing this show, Mm. I'd have by, you know, gotten a lot more close to her if I wasn't already, Mm. you know, tied to her cloth, (laughs) my cloth and her cloth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're funny <laughs> so and I was even thinking I have a friend hey Lebanese she um, does a wonderful wine and art event I enjoy doing those so yes, much I yes. just love them I really and do. you know something like that it's very chill very relaxing you get to paint you get to meet people mm. and you find that you you know regulars become the thing so you go and you see the same people over and over like hey I saw mm. you last week da 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 and you can make friends so find a creative outlet Find a passion outside of, you know, just going to work and making money and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And that too is a great way to feel less lonely. Now, my final point is to give. So a good way to feel connected to others is to help them. Mm -hmm. Um, Volunteering or, you know, giving, working for charities, Mm -hmm. being a mentor, a big brother, big sister type Mm -hmm. situation is like a wonderful way to connect to others and you in in doing so you also become sort of situationally aware and realize that okay maybe my problems aren't so big compared mm-hmm. to, to this person who is trying to find food and somewhere to live and can't go to school because they don't have money mm-hmm. and you know me saying i only have two friends mm-hmm. kind of in the face of that you put things in perspective, perspective yeah. and um you know, I'm just ending with a, a wonderful quote from Charles Dickens, who said that no one is useless in this world who lightens the burden of another. Beautiful. So these are just as we go into the new year or as we close out this year and this decade, um, there's don't carry your loneliness any further. Mm. I know obviously these things are easier said than done. But again, if you want to be you want change. It takes effort. 
and you're going to feel it, but it will be worth it. Mm. And uh, yeah, so Merry Christmas, oh, Happy you. New Year. I don't know. Will we have a New Year? I don't, I don't, I don't know how it will fall, <laughs> yeah. but you know, Happy New Year now. I'll say it again then. Um, God, I can't, the decade is over. You know? It's kind of taking, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> Where did the time go? Where did the time go? Where did the decade go? But let's make 2020 and going forward amazing. Let's yeah. do this. We can do it. Absolutely. All right. Okay. So just uh, to my two persons, which is unhappiness. Mm. Sort of, it's sort of, yeah, so. it sort of follows the same kind of the world. You see, the world is stressful and noisy, and you you can find time to think of all the negative things that that are in this world, but you can sometimes just focus on, on the, the positive. Yep. And ultimately, we've said this here before. It's our responsibility to make ourselves happy. We can't see into the future, so you you can't you wouldn't you would you wouldn't know what would happen. But if you think about the fact that oh, because I can't impact the future, I'm not going to do anything mm-hmm. to make myself happy. Then you're on the you're on the wrong track. And um, a big I just feel like a big part of life's journey is happiness because nobody really wants to be sitting around moping around. And the sometimes just just to be clear, I'm not saying that people do this because they want to. But there are situations where you can't help it. Like Peachy said, you're going to be lonely. You're going to be, I don't know, you're going to be depressed. It doesn't mean that um, it's, 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 it, it won't happen. But there, there, there are ways of making your life better, right? And it never is a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. What might mean happy happiness to me is, mm-hmm. could be totally different from what might mean happiness to Peachy. And a lot of times we meet uh, people, friends, relatives, and the first thing we do is ask them, oh, how, what do you do? What's your job? Are you married? Do you have kids? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. We don't stop to ask them, oh, are you happy? I, exactly. what, is, what is making you happy? That kind of thing. You, you, you tend to accost people with the things that you think society wants you to ask mm, them. Where did you go to wants school? To... How many... <laughs> When did you, oh, you bought a Corolla? How much? Things like that, you know? You know, sometimes just take, take, take a breath and ask people, oh, are you happy? What can you do? What, what do you want me, what can I do to help you be happier? Mm-hmm. Or what, what do you do to, to make be yourself happy? happy? Right. You know? And happiness is basically, it's just a block that increases life satisfaction as well. You've got to find ways of making yourself happy. There are things you can do. Peaches has basically said sort of everything. <laughs> creative outlets. There are things that you, you know you can do that could make you happy. The short-term happy thing is okay, but you've got to look at the long-term. Mm-hmm. What are the things that are going to make you happy in the, in the long-term? Money is not the answer to yep. everything. Yep. right? You can have loads and loads of money, but it's not going to make you happy. So can I just interrupt? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I read this uh, <clears throat> quote. From Jim Carrey, actually, who mm. it, you, you might not know has suffered w- with depression yes. for like 20 years or something. And he said that he wished that everyone could have the money to get everything that they ever want so that they realize that it's not money. the answer. Yes. Because people think, if only I had this, if only I had a new car, if only I had a, a thousand dollar Brazilian mm. weave, if only this and that then I'd be happy. Mm. And for a lot of people with money and celebrities, especially you find that they have, they get everything they can think of and they still feel the emptiness. And they're like people, he wished more people could understand that 
it's not the money. It's not, it's the, money. not the money. You have to have something much deeper and mm-hmm, bigger than mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. and to find your true happiness. Yeah. And so, I'm yeah. sure like I'm sure the money can help, but it's that's not the ultimate thing that's yeah. going to make you happy. It isn't. You can you can you can buy experiences, you can buy stuff, you can buy anything, but deep down inside you may not be happy. So during this festive period, I just want us to, to, to just take a breath after all your Christmas dinings and whinings and all that. Just take, take a step back and ask yourself, what can I do to make myself happier? How can I be happier? And if you see somebody who's struggling, talk to them. Don't ask them about, oh, well, why don't you have a job? Why don't you have two babies? Just, just, take, just stop and ask them, what can I do to help you make your life happier? That's, that's all wonderful. I really want to say. That's Just wonderful. Focus, focus like, on and prioritize your happiness. Yes, I think for yes. a lot of us, especially those brought up in certain, shall we say, traditional mm. homes, it's not, it never really comes up. No. It's all about you have to do this, you have to yes. get a job, you have to get this, you have to yeah, get a yeah, car, steps, and you have to get it. married. You, and, and those are the it. things. N- nobody ever really stops to ask, okay, are you happy? happy yeah. What makes you happy? How can you be happy? Hmm. Would you be willing to sacrifice one of these? checklist items to find our true happiness yes. and that's so hard to do but i feel like the few people who have done it kind of gone off the beaten mm. track knowing that you know being an accountant is not gonna make me happy, happy. and so, i know yeah, it so i'm gonna, so do I'm gonna go do this i'm going to make kente bags mm. and they're like what a waste but they don't understand that your true happiness is invaluable you yeah. cannot put you know a price, a, on, a it. price mm-hmm. on it and that and you, you live longer you That's know. the thing. The health benefits yes. to you being happy. Yes, you will live longer. You will so. live longer. So that's a, that's a really a short short one from from me. Just on your happiness. Just think about it. That's, Sometimes we don't. We yeah, follow no. all these societal things that we have to achieve. Step, 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 and then forget that we're not actually happy. Exactly. We don't you ask know? ourselves why are we doing these why things. Are we we just like this? we Is have it because to. Of the pressure. Or because everybody's doing it? Are you doing it because you really want to? Or because others are telling you? Mm-hmm. Right? So think about your happiness this season. Yes. I beg you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Enjoy guys. Design. Enjoy. I hope the traffic hasn't driven anyone oh, mad wow. yet. Traffic's All the mayhem, I know. So yeah. take care. Be safe out there. Please and uh, yeah, that's all. All right, then. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed the episode and you're listening to us on any of our platforms, please give us a thumbs up. Remember to subscribe and we'd also love for you to share this episode with your friends. Let's continue the conversation. We'd like to hear your feedback. Information on how to reach us on our website can be found in the description.